All right, all right. English and coffee, you know what it is. Today we're definitely switching it up. We're sitting outside of a Bojangles. Just picked up two sausage biscuits. We're going to have to eat this one on the run. Typically, I try to record these things, um, what, Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. But today we're having to do it Sunday morning, the day before I post it. So this is literally fresh off the presses. So we're going to eat on this uh, sausage biscuit, sip on this coffee I just put together. Coffee's not bad. I only put one cream and one sugar in it. And then we have some hash browns. Smell like they have onion in it. I don't think I've ever really eaten Bojangles breakfast before. Mm-hmm. So, start off. I'm going to say the biscuits around the edges are dry, right? You need to have something to drink. Anytime you go to some chicken establishment or something like that, with biscuits, I mean, you got to be really careful because <laughs> you could choke to death. <laughs> they always talk about that with the, um, you know, Popeye's, KFC, Church's Chicken, any of these little chicken joints that they have over here in the States. The biscuits are always dry. I don't think I've ever eaten like a moist biscuit. That's because you're not getting them when they're just made. You're getting them after they've been sitting out for a while. So that's one of the biggest differences with the quality. Like you make a biscuit at home, it's nice and soft, supple. You can just get into it. But when you're getting a biscuit that's been sitting there, you know, who knows, two, three hours, an hour, just longer than it needs to. It's not fresh out the oven. And then it's on a commercial type cook, so they're not putting as much TLC, you know, 10 or 11 carries they would into something they do at home. But that's neither here nor there. This podcast today is not about my Bojangle sandwich. Or sandwiches or breakfast sandwich, whatever you want to call it. We'll take one more bite and then we'll set it off. Mm-hmm. Are you guys eating anything right now? Because this morning, it's just one of those informal, like if we were sitting at a restaurant together, me and you, talking right over the house, this is how it would be. So you're going to talk with food in your mouth sometimes. I know it's not the prettiest thing, you know, you don't show all what's in your mouth, but you're going to talk. So you're getting more of what the real would sound like. So it's not just enough to know English, you know, when everything's perfect, when the sun's shining, the birds are chirping, and everybody's quiet, and there's not a sound in the background, and there's no other languages. English is something you need to be able to understand at all times. doesn't matter what's going on. I would say it's like uh, military. When them guys practice shooting guns, it's not just in the freaking, on the Palm Beach, you know, with dolphins swimming. No, they're going to create somewhat of a live fire scenario so they can perform under pressure. Can you speak English under pressure? Can you understand English under pressure? That's the thing. Because as you know, life can turn, you know, at the drop of a hat. You know, everything's going great. Boom, car accident. Boom, somebody gets shot. Boom, earthquake. Boom, hurricane. you got to be able to respond. And if you're, you know, speaking English, then I mean it shouldn't make a difference if you understand the language. So you got to challenge yourself sometimes. Put yourself to the test. So somebody's talking to you in English and you're like, I'm having trouble understanding this person, but I can understand that person. There's probably a reason, you know, because English is English. 
it doesn't change just because it's somebody talking with an accent. It doesn't change just because it's somebody eating, you know, with their mouth full. They have a speech impediment or they're like missing teeth or whatever. None of that stuff makes a difference. So if you can understand it, then you can understand it. If you can't, then you can't. So the whole thing is you got to be able to respond, you know, as situations as situations happen. So that's what I try to give you guys in my podcast, English and Coffee. I try to give you the real deal so you understand what it is. It's like now I got stuff going on all around me while I was just sitting there giving you my little soliloquy. I just had some somebody walk up to the side of the car asking for something. Just had to throw the gesture that uh, I'm a little busy right now, a little tied up, but that's what happens. So we'll take a sip. And then we're going to get into it. interesting story here so as i was sitting there eating you know starting the intro to my podcast like i said that guy came over here asking for change he went to this car went to that car went to this car so i guess this is an occurrence over here in this location so interesting enough guess who rolls up the police roll up right and what does he do he leaves so that means it wasn't a true emergency because if he was in an emergency and he actually needed help he would have asked the cop for assistance but he didn't Cop came, he left. So that means he was over here begging. Begging for alms, vagabond, or whatever they want to call it, you know. That's why I just waved the guy off, you know, with my hand. I just gave, flick, you know, flick the wrist. A little hand gesture there, like, nah, don't come over here with that. Windows up, he didn't even have a mask on. I mean, but that's that's what they do. And now I'm sitting here watching this situation where you have this uh, guy sitting over here at this gas station, you know, he's sitting in a chair at a gas station, you know, a little homemade chair with a little shopping basket and this little dog, this little ratty dog that's just sitting here barking and chirping. And some little do-gooder, Johnny Do-Good, rolls up, offers the old man a ride, and his dog's barking the whole time. Says, no, he's not going to give him a ride with your freaking dog off the chain like that. It's just not going to happen, you know? So he should have left a little spike at home. Because uh, Spike is going to have him walking home or sitting there for another six hours waiting for somebody to come from Timbuktu to come pick him up. But that's not my problem. That's not my problem. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about what happened yesterday. So I went out there, went fishing. You know, sister's back. We had renewed the fishing license and stuff. So I've been trying to slowly get back in the game. You know, I'm not out there all day, but I'm getting it in when I can. So I went out there, fished, I don't know, a good four or five hours, got some good killer bites, didn't pull anything up, but had some nasty bites. So it was a decent time. I wasn't expecting much because I couldn't get the boat. I asked to get the boat, and they said, well, we just checked out the last one. So I said, well, whatever. I just went on, fished it from the bank, tried to avoid the snakes. Now, fish all day, it's hot, drinking Powerade, trying to stay hydrated. I leave. Well, when I leave, I ended up hitting some pothole, which is good in a way. I hit a pothole. Now, it wasn't a deep pothole. We're talking two and a half, three inches deep, you know, right tire, boom, right in the pothole. But what happens after I hit the pothole? The brake, the brakes in my car uh, altered, were altered because of that. So that means normally, excuse me, you know, when you push your foot down, you know, you got a certain amount of brake power. Well, my foot had to go down even farther. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because I didn't think I was going to stop. And then it was like right at the bottom. I had a little bit of brake left. So I was like, okay, well, what's that about? So 
I got to make it back home because I'm already in motion. I'm already in the car. You know, was it a stoplight? Did a little turn, whatever. Got home, kept it easy, cruising. Got my neighbor to come down and look at it. You know, I was like, do I even have brake pads? This, that, we look. He looks at the brake fluid. He's like, where's your brake fluid at? You ever change your brake fluid? I was like, brake fluid? <laughs> so you can tell by the fact that I repeated what he said. Like, brake fluid is a new, a new thing. You know, it's just coming out. Never been introduced to the world. You know, you would assume that uh, if I'd been up on it and been checking it like that, then I probably would have just said, oh, yeah, brake fluid's here. We spent about 10 minutes trying to look to find out where the brake fluid container is. So we look at it. He opens it up. It's gray. I don't know if the fluid's gray, but it's probably not normal. So I go ahead and I say, look, man, well, I don't have time to sit around and wait. I got to go on and get this thing squared away. So I went to the little local shop where I got my brakes done last time. Right here by the house, we're talking less than a quarter mile. You know, just kind of crawl up there, hazard lights on, get over there. Guy comes to the freaking car, and he's like, we don't do brakes anymore. I said, what do you mean? I was just here, got my brakes done here last time. Well, we just changed it. We got a new company ownership, and we don't do brakes anymore. I said, you don't do brakes. I was like, I have no brakes. We don't do brakes. I was like, okay, okay. I called another location, Jiffy Lube. I called them. I said, hey, look. My brakes are out. I need some brakes. Now, this is a Saturday when I'm trying to get all this attention. This is a Saturday. I'm like, I need some brakes. You know, I don't have no brakes. Are you guys open? Can you take it? And they're like, well, we close at five. I'm like, I just need to know if I get there, will you be able to take care of me? And he's like, uh, well, I got to check the supervisor. The supervisor's like, well, if he can get here by four. And then he's like, well, if he comes in after 40, we can't order the parts. I was like, look, man, I mean, we're on the phone for like five minutes. I was like, I don't have time for all that, dude. Just can you do it or not? They're like, well, it'll probably be, probably be Monday. I said, all right, bye. Call the next place. You know, I'm Googling and finding numbers to call, so I'm not just calling random numbers. I call this little situation called Mr. Tire. Let me take a sip real quick. I call Mr. Tire. I'm like, hey, look, got a situation. Brakes just went out on my car. And he's like, well, come on in. I said, do you have the brakes there? If I make it up there, can you help me? He's like, yeah, well, come on up. I'm like, cool. Now, here's the odd situation. All these calls and all this attention I'm doing, the brakes are back on. Like, I don't know how they went offline when I hit the pothole, and then they were back online. You know, not online like with a computer system, but like they were working again. So it was weird. So I'm driving up there, had the hazard light on for the most halfway part, and then I took it off because I'm like, well, I'm able to brake and do all this stuff. I wasn't pushing it, wasn't testing it. Get there. Mechanic comes out, the brake mechanic, takes the car back, looks at the situation, tells me about the brake fluid. They tell me about something called a master cylinder. They educate me on this. So I Google while the guy's back there doing a brake flush. I ended up going with a brake fluid flush, a fluid change, because I've never had one. I've never taken the car and said, hey, give me a brake fluid change. And I've had this car for several years, so more than likely that's more than part of the issue. Um, hopefully the master cylinder is fine. I've changed brake pads. I've done that, but I've just never brake fluid. Okay. You know, I mean, brakes are brakes. I thought you changed the brake pads and you keep it moving. So the guy sat there, changed my fluid, looked at everything, said the brakes are good, changed the fluid. I already feel a difference with it, but it will take just some adjustment, you know, get your confidence back with brakes because, you know, you hop in the car, you crank it. You expect the car to start, to roll, to perform the same way it's been doing, you know, hundreds of times before. But then the one time you go to hit the brake, it's not there. It's like, 
oh, you're not 100% guaranteed. So would you say you're driving a, prob- a machine of probability? It has a probability of stopping, but that doesn't mean it will. You turn your key to start it, it doesn't mean it'll start. Even though you've turned it 300 times consecutively and it starts, doesn't mean the 301st time it's going to start. So that's good. That's good to know, you know. It's good to know. Put keeps things in perspective because sometimes when we have things consistently happening day in, day out, day in, day out, we assume, we know, you know, you just guarantee, you don't even think about it. You just say, oh, well, this is how this is going to happen. You see the key in the car? Excuse me. You turn it, it starts. You push the brake, the brake is there. But then one day it's not. And what do you do? That's when life happens, right? Like they say, stuff happens. Yeah, life happens. And you have to respond. But it's in those moments, what you do then, that, you know, that defines you. You know, it shows your character of a person. Do you fall? Do you just pull over the side of the road and say, oh, I'm never going to make it home? Breaks? Do you go pay $1,000 to try to get some job done? Do you throw in the towel? No. You work it out. You figure it out. You find out the best solution the best scenario you're way through the different scenarios that's what i did i mean yeah risky driving to the brake shop but did what i had to do i'm rolling got the brakes my sister and i still get to go on our fishing trip now thing is let's say that hadn't happened that little brake situation hadn't happened then it could have happened on the road when i was out there with my sister so it's a good thing that things happen how they happen things are going to happen how they're going to happen so i mean it's like there's really nothing you can do about it just Try to make the best decisions, be prepared, do your little maintenance checks. But there's really no way to check your brakes if a freaking pothole takes them out. But I don't know. I just had to be careful going over potholes. This is an older car. We're talking 200, almost 270,000 miles. So it is what it is. Have you ever had a situation like that behind the wheel? You know, driving down the road and then next thing you know, no brakes. Um, Crazy situation, but it's how you respond. We'll take another short break and I'll come back and tell you about how I closed out the day. So the end of the day ended on a much higher note. Yesterday was my mother's birthday. So we um, got her a few things. I guess my sister did whatever she did with her. But I bought her a, uh, a portrait, this big life-size portrait. I don't know what the dimensions were. It was the biggest one they had. I mean... It's like, it's as tall as a short person, you know, something to put on the wall. You know, big portrait. I took a picture that we had, a nice little situation, and we blew it up. I said, give me the biggest one you got. I want to say it was maybe 24 by 30. So, three feet is what? 36 inches? Um, that was a little less than uh, three feet tall. You know, two feet wide. Less, a little less than three feet tall. So it was nice, though. She liked it. She enjoyed it. Teared up a little bit. Got a little emo. Not saying as expected, but I'm sure she would have liked the picture. That's why I got the picture. I'd like to have a picture like that on my wall, you know. So I just haven't got one yet. But now that I know, I mean, I can get them done. I'll probably take some nice pictures and put some on the wall. But um, we went over there, broke out the grill, sister and I. Cooked up some hamburgers, some hot dogs, and some steaks that my mom had uh, prepared earlier, marinated the steaks. She made a, um, what is it, macaroni salad. I think it was macaroni salad, not potato salad. She had a macaroni salad. She had a coleslaw salad. She had this big platter of chopped lettuce, tomatoes, cucumbers, pickles, 
two cheeses, sharp cheese, uh, cheddar cheese, all that stuff. Um, buns. We had sodas. We had tea. We had lemonade. And we watched a good little movie. I want to say the movie was Outside the Wire. I don't know. A little something my sister picked. This little Anthony Mackie production. And um, it was entertaining. It was entertaining because Anthony Mackie, you know, he's the little guy from, uh, was it the Captain, Captain America series with, uh, you got the Winter Soldier, but there's a black guy, the Falcon. I think you want to say Falcon. Yeah, he plays that character in the... Um, the little Avengers series or Marvel or DC, whatever one it is. And I guess he's trying to act, do other movies. So he plays some little Kieber, Kieber uh, soldier. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. They had this little little lame guy and there's this little new guy, a little lame guy. A little soldier following him around like a little puppy dog. But um, it was a good watch. You know, something light, eating with the family. Watching a little movie, celebrating my mother's birthday. She said she had a good time. Hope she had a good time. She was really happy. Moved by the whole togetherness, you know, that my sister could be here. I was there. She was there. little trio going on. And uh, she really appreciated that. But today, my sister and I are going to uh, roll down to the beach, try to get some salt in, do a little bit, do what we can. After I have my call with my friend, we're going to get on there and um, practice our uh, English. I'm going to practice my Russian, and we're going to go through it, you know, see what we can get done. But I just wanted to take a second, you know, share a little share a little English and coffee with you guys. I'm still sipping the coffee, still sipping strong, but I got a few things to do this morning. So um, I will see you guys in the next one.